on the air, on your phone, and even your smart speaker. You're listening to Joey and Lauren On Demand. The show starts now. It's Joey and Lauren. I'm going to try to explain this. I'm going to call it your high-maintenance food ick. The new term that a lot of people say is, oh, that gives me the ick, something that grosses you out. But it doesn't make sense. Like, if I say, oh, I don't eat moldy cheese, you'd be like, yeah, that makes sense, right? Or I won't eat raw chicken, duh. But I'm yeah. saying, <laughs> what, it, what is a food habit that is so high maintenance, but you can't get over it? You know, maybe you're like, oh, I will only drink orange juice that has some pulp. Not heavy pulp, not no pulp. I have to have some pulp. Yeah, we've talked about how I have uh, chicken anxiety, so yeah. I won't. I like there's pieces of the chicken that I'll just like leave behind just because it look weird. stresses me out if it looks weird, if it's oddly shaped, yeah, or looks a little funky. You don't do well with chicken that is oddly shaped, and that's a, that's a good example. Yeah, the argument we got into was the butt pieces of bread. So I and listen, I did not grow up fancy, so I don't want I don't want to hear it on the text line of Oh Joey, how did you? I did not. I was not raised with a lot of money, but for whatever reason. Maybe it's because I was the youngest. I never had the butt pieces growing up of the bread. Now, I so call it the what, butt, the heel, whatever. There's no way your mom threw it away. I don't think she threw it away, but she never fed it to me. So my high-maintenance food. Uh, yeah, so Gosh. so the other day we had a loaf of bread, and we had the two heels left, the, the, the front and the back. And that was all that was left, right? Because normally people, when you make a sandwich, you grab the center and I, I was going to go throw it away. You go, what are you doing? I said, well, Lauren, it's just the it's just the end pieces of the loaf. No one's going to eat two butts, right? And I said, yes, I, I actually do eat the butts. I take both I said, of those. Our, I keep them. I make sandwiches out of it. Our four-year-old is going to eat the butt of the bread? And you were he like, yeah. He doesn't care. He doesn't care. And it kind of blew. I, I, have, I make him sandwiches all the time, but I always make him sandwiches where there's two normal pieces. And I said, well, I didn't, I wasn't raised eating the butt of the bread. And you went, oh, I'll, you know, you lifted up your nose like, oh, look I'm at not, you. Well, I said, I'm not going to waste perfectly good bread that can be eaten. And then all you got to do, you know what I do? I hide it. I hide it. I'm sneaking. You hide the I, butt. I hide the butt pieces because I take the two heel ends of the bread. I put the peanut butter and the jelly on the outside little curved butt part of the bread. And then I stick them together. So the outside of the sandwich looks like the inside of the bread and nobody knows. I'll be honest. That's genius, and I've never tried that before. Maybe I should try a butt piece of bread on the butt inside out of the sandwich. (laughs) I really hope we're making sense. Hopefully Hopefully. you can visualize what we're trying to say. But, uh, like, what is, you know, maybe you're sitting there like, I have a good friend of mine. He will not drink the last third or fourth of his drink because he is convinced it's all backwash. Yeah, I have a little bit of that in me, too. So we'll be at a game. He gets a drink, and, you know, there'll be a little left in his cup, and he goes and throws it away. He goes, I'm not doing that. That's all backwash. And I'm like, uh, you don't finish your own drink? I kind of feel some of that. For me, I don't eat yogurt that has chunks in it, like chunks of fruit in the yogurt. I knew you were going to say that. The moment I want to bring this up, Lauren will not eat chunky yogurt. Yeah, and there's another thing that I won't eat that I know I'm going to get crushed for. I don't even think I've ever told you this. So name your pizza place. When you get a box of cheesy bread where it's like basically they're all stuck together and then they're cut into strips and you have like, you know, little strips of cheesy bread. I won't eat the center cheesy breads because I feel like it's going to be underdone. And so I'll only eat the crusty parts on the edges. So So you will only eat eat the center. I won't eat the center cheesy bread. Oh, 
You only eat the edge pieces. Yes, I will only eat the edge or like the second layer you in. Know, that's I don't funny eat because the center every time pieces. we get cheesy bread, I always feel like I'm coming up aces. No wonder, because I never eat the outside. I mean, I'll eat yeah. it, but I always start in the center. I don't know what it is. To me, it just feels like extra super yeah. cheesy. That's like too much, oh, and I know that so sounds good. crazy, it's but the I'm best like, part. it's the one piece that you pick up and it limps down and yep. it folds, and I'm just like. Ugh, and it's not a. Sti- I need more stability yeah. in my cheesy. So, <laughs> so let's do this. If we can all be honest with ourselves, and we can all admit, sometimes we're all we got that little high maintenance, little bougie, whatever you want to call it. What is your high maintenance food ick? For instance, I can't eat the heel of a loaf of bread. I've never been able to do it. Yeah, sure. I won't eat chunky yogurt. Yeah. Okay. Nope. So six eight seven one nine. You can text us, and we'll read your answers coming up. It's Joey and Lauren. It's time for Trending Stories with Joey and Lauren. I want to show you this video really quick, and it says POV, so point of view. Your Tinder date takes you to the trampoline park. So this is the girl. She's on this date, uh, and literally her date takes her to, like, this inflatable yeah. place. It's like inflatables with trampolines. Yeah, it's a trampoline park. And the uh, look on her face, she's like, oh, my gosh. I'm okay with... I- you got. It's got to be the right person. It's got to be the right person. So what are your thoughts? So you go on this date, and the person you're going on the date with totally plans it, and you show up, and it is full-blown. You're at a trampoline park. You're jumping on trampolines. You're jumping on the inflatables. You're passing by the kids that are having their birthday parties. Yeah, yay so or nay? Nay on first date. Yay on second or third date, for sure. But not on a first date, because... I, I like trampoline park. First of all, this is going to be the weirdest thing that I've ever said. Do you ever find it strange, like r- walking around in just your socks? I have to be in shoes or bare feet. <laughs> I don't like the Even look at home? of me. Yes, really? at home I go when I have my shoes on and I walk in. I take off my shoes and my socks. I do not walk around in socks. I feel like I look weird. Interesting. So I feel like <laughs> just jumping around a trampoline park. It's not the most attractive thing. You know, because I feel like you get sweaty, but you're not too sweaty, but you're not wearing workout clothes, but you you know what I mean? Yeah. Like most people go to a trampoline park wearing kind of regular clothes, and but you're also like kind of exercising. And so at the point, it's I don't it's think weird. I'm ever paying attention to people just being in socks. On a, like, on a first day, you would, though. I feel like on a first day, you pay ooh, attention to everything. Very interesting. If I go on a date with somebody and we go to one of those trampoline places, places first date, his socks are dirty or he's got a hole in the toe. Deal breaker. Shows that's a sign of unkeptness. Petty. That's wear, petty. wear socks that don't have holes in them. Thank goodness you're not single. I guess That'd be that tough. is super petty. Yeah. <laughs> but if his big toe's sticking out, I'm like, eh, turn I, off. I go, I, go, uh, I go fair for second date, not for first date. Okay, gotcha. I saw this story too. Really cool feel good story about a millionaire who bought 99 tiny homes in his community to reduce homelessness. So he ended up that's buying awesome. all these really cool, very nice. Uh, tiny homes to help with the homelessness issue where he lives. That's lived. amazing. So I'm going to show you a picture. You can see all these tiny homes in its own little area. That's awesome. And I just thought, that is Good so for him. cool. Do you ever watch those videos of tiny homes and think you could do it? Like you kind of want to try it out and just like simplify your life? I've had thoughts because I have seen some tiny homes now. They can make some pretty dang fancy tiny homes. Yeah, that's true. But for me, it's the storage. I'd have to incredibly decrease the amount of crap that I have. Like I'd have to get rid I know, of but that's everything. What's good. I'll tell you, you give me one of those super fancy RVs, mm-hmm. the ones with the flat screens so and the nice. patio. They've got ones now that kind of have like a back of deck. You give me a really, really fancy RV in the woods. Oh, but the problem is I'm scared of bears. 
<laughs> but I feel like I'd be safe, right? Any, There's uh, some nice RVs yeah. out there, nicer than my house. The luxury RVs yeah. sometimes tempt me. Sometimes tempt me. Not the ones you even, not the ones you drive around, but the ones you like tow and then you set down mm-hmm. on a campsite. Those tempt me sometimes of just going off the grid, working remote, and just living. We have a coworker that he he works remote in an RV. He travels around the country. He's yeah, got his internet, he does, he he's got his laptop, it. and he loves, loves it. Loves it. So I want to ask you, what is something that you would say in your life is super relaxing that you do every day? It's like a relaxing task, your form of meditation. Mm. So think of something you do in your daily life that you're like, you know what, that's super relaxing to me. I do a little, I, I, I'm not going to lie, I started this little meditation app that I've actually kind of enjoyed. It plays this music. The problem is it plays the music automatically, and I have been in public, and I click it, (laughs) and it goes like this. It goes, but that or going to the bathroom. Going to the bathroom? Uh, I love going to the bathroom. Yes, yes. Sitting on the toilet by myself in peace, absolutely. Okay. So there is this survey that came out of different adults and what they find super relaxing in their life other than meditation, but these things are a form of meditation. The number one thing is actually doing chores, cleaning. Doing household chores is the most mm, relaxing task. It depends on the chore. I do not like folding laundry, and I I don't I don't mind putting away dishes. Okay. But it's got to be putting away dishes. Okay, you give me you give me a great song on the radio while I'm doing dishes. Mm-hmm. And I do think that's pretty therapeutic. For me, it's driving. Driving for me is like a form of meditation where I'm driving alone. If I'm driving with kids it's in the car. It's got to be in a place no. that doesn't have a lot of traffic, though. I feel like sitting in traffic and stop and go. Yeah, but driving alone, there's something about yeah. it where I just feel totally relaxed. I'm like, I don't have people talking to me or that's yelling at me point. from the back seat. If I'm full, like if I'm not hungry, because the problem is if I'm hungry and driving alone, I'm I'm thinking of every drive through I pass. But I'm with <laughs> you. Yeah, you, you know. Yeah, you get a good snack. Turn up the radio. Just relax. I like it. I love it. it. And those are some of your trending stories. It's time to make up or break up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is uh, make up or break up. So we've got Becky with us. She went out with Adam. How about they? Uh, she got a kiss on the cheek. That's kind of sweet. What do you feel about the cheek kiss? I don't mind the cheek kiss. I think it would throw me off because it's kind of more rare than an actual kiss. And so... For me, I would hope there wouldn't be the awkwardness of, like, yeah. I go in for a kiss and he goes in for the cheek, but I do think it's kind of sweet. My mom kisses me on the cheek, yeah. but that's not, I'm but not saying it's like. sometimes a full-blown kiss is, like, yeah, it's a, a lot. lot forward on a first date, and yeah. I know plenty of people that are like, no, I don't kiss I feel like first a, a first, uh, a kiss on the cheek on the first date is welcoming. So. That's not bad, yeah. Maybe we can break that down later with Becky. I don't know, but let's first uh, bring Becky on to talk all about uh, Adam. So, Becky, welcome to Makeup or Breakup. How are you? Hi, I'm um, good. How are you guys? So we're, we're doing well. So you, you have a kiss on the cheek. You thought you were going to be going out again, but now you're not hearing from Adam. Tell us about the date just in general. Um, yeah, so we went out to dinner, and I thought we had a really nice time. Um, we actually kind of sat and hung out for a while after at our table. Like, I hope we weren't annoying the waiter because he kind of kept coming over and being like, is there anything else you need? But uh, we were just yeah. having such a great time chatting. I thought it was going great. Okay. Well, that's good. So that's a good sign that, uh, you know, it'd be worse if he was like, all right, got to go. There's the check. Bye. You know, so that is a good sign, I would say. Yeah, I thought so. And, uh, you know, afterwards he walked me to my car and gave me a kiss on the cheek. And I thought it was really sweet. I said I'd like to see him again. And I think he said, like, you too. It's kind of a blur now. and you know, looking back, but, 
yeah, I was under the impression he wanted to see me again, too. Okay, so you can't remember if he full-blown said, yes, I'd love to see you again. But, again, I even if he did, I don't know. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty common response. Okay, so this happens. Do you wait a couple days before you sent a text or called? Or have you called or have you just texted? And what's kind of been the, the communication or lack thereof? Um, yeah, I waited a couple of days, and then I texted him, and I've only texted him once. You know, I don't want to be annoying okay. or anything, but um, I haven't heard anything back, and I'm just wondering what went wrong. Okay. Yeah, and so, you're thinking this guy's good enough that I want to try it out. So, yeah, I mean, we'll we'll try and see if we can get a hold of him, okay? Yeah, thank you. All right, you bet. We'll play a song. We'll come back. We'll talk to Adam when we return with Makeup or Breakup. Makeup or Breakup with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is makeup or breakup. So Becky has only texted Adam once, by the way, since their date. So this hasn't been a, oh my gosh, I've been texting, I've called him, no yeah. response. So or there's he's, only he's just been cold a yeah, lot since yeah. I have talked to him. Yeah. So there's only been one text sent from Becky. Uh, they went out to dinner, had a kiss on the cheek. When he, I think she said he walked her to her car, gave her uh-huh. a kiss on the cheek. She said, "Love to see you again." She's like, "I mean, I." I, I can't really remember, but I feel like he said, yeah, yeah, you too, like whatever. I mean, you wouldn't kiss him on the cheek if you were like, oh, it's the last time I'll see this person. Mm, maybe not. I mean, maybe it's a farewell. Are... Maybe that's the sign. <laughs> yeah, like goodbye. The, yeah. She mentioned that they kind of essentially shut the place down. Like even after their meal, they sat there for a long time and visited. So I don't know. Maybe that was a turnoff. Maybe he thought, yeah. gosh, this is going on forever. I don't really know. The server, she said, was doing the whole, do you need anything? I should have asked if they paid first. I got to tell you, that's a little restaurant courtesy. Even if you're going to be there forever, just close the bill out so the waiter can get their tip. They can get the bill closed out. Sometimes they're trying to go home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're like, I, yeah. Need, I need to get this uh, this bill, this credit card. Yeah, All right. That's true. So we've got Adam's number. Let's talk to Adam. Hello? Hi, is this Adam? Uh, yes, this is he. Uh, Adam, hi. This is uh, Joey and Lauren in the morning, morning radio show. And um, we uh, were told to call you from a girl named Becky that you went to dinner with uh, not that long ago. Oh, uh, no. This is, <laughs> I, I know what you guys are going to ask. Oh, hey, um, all right. Let's do it. Let's so rip it off like a Band-Aid. you know that Becky... I never thought I'd be on this. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome. Uh, sorry, condolences. Uh, but Becky, yeah, she told us a little bit about your date. And clearly she likes you, which is why she reached out to us. And so we're trying to figure out if you're still interested in dating her. Maybe you could share with us your side of things if you have a sec. I guess, yeah. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, okay, so. <laughs> Go for it. Break it down. What what happened? Um, because Becky really likes you. Like, Becky's a nice girl. She's cute. She's funny. We, we had a good conversation. Uh, it got awkward at a certain point when she literally, she pulls out her phone at one point and she had a whole like note list of questions for me, and and she said my girlfriends wanted me to ask you these questions. And first, I'm thinking, oh, so your your, your girlfriends are gonna uh, encroach upon your your dating mm. life, which I guess that's that that happens with girls. But it'd be one thing if she said I have questions for you, but it was just oh no, my girlfriends wanted. <laughs> and uh-huh. I think oh, there, how many backseat drivers are gonna be in this car? Okay, first of all. And then at first I, I humored her and said, okay, I'll answer your questions. They got very personal, like more personal than they would be on a first date. She would ask me things like, like if Ellie like I had to pass a test with her, like, oh, how long have you so worked like, in your yeah. current yeah. job, which, which that's fine. 
How many jobs have you had? What's your work history? How many jobs how many have you had? How many girlfriends have you had? Oh, how many After what my credit score was at one point. No. Yeah, these are okay, way, so hold on. Those are, some of those are personal. good questions. No, like, how many ex-girlfriends cre- have you had? Cre- that's- no, no. You should not be asking <laughs> your date how many ex-girlfriends you've had. Wait, I just me, feel like me, that's personal. So, Adam, real quick. If she asked you those exact questions, so everything you just said, but they were from her and not her friends, would you still have a problem with the questions, or is it just the fact that it's for the friends? I would say it would be more of like an orange flag, but the fact that it came from your friends—that's a—that's a glaring red flag to me. So that, you oh, my felt yeah. she's to too dependent this. on so your like, friends are controlling you essentially. Well, I think it's one of those things that it's like you feel like all you know. I mean, I can see it. You, Lauren, you're with a bunch of your girlfriends and you're dating, and they're going to be like, "Oh my gosh, you need to ask him this. You need to ask him that." She's right. writing this down. She credit score. Like a legit credit score question. Yeah. What is like, your credit score, Adam? Personal. What is it? Because yeah, no, I think she said at one point, oh, I've dated scrubs in the past, <laughs> or I've, da- I've dated bums in the past, but I want to know that you can take care of yourself. Uh, I, so I'm, wow, way to bring your past. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. Yes, that, but if someone is super serious about finding the right one, don't give me the look. Like, let me finish my Credit score? Yeah, Not that's nice. Not the credit score, but if someone is like super set on finding their person, Sometimes I know people, they just cut the crap and they're like, let's just get, just get to it, get to the nitty no. gritty, let's not waste my time. But when it comes from the friends, I, I can see how it feels a little bit like, okay, what am I going to get myself into if we start dating and her friends are like super, super involved in our relationship. And, and you feel like, correct me if I'm wrong, Adam, you feel like when you get asked how many ex-girlfriends have you had, that there's a right or wrong answer. Right? That's how I would feel. I would feel like if I say five, she's going to judge me. And if I say two, she's going to judge me. You're like trying to find the magic number. Right. Why so few? What's yeah. wrong with you? Oh, why so many? Okay. You're a commitment phobe. Okay. So, Adam, um, you may or may not have remembered this. Becky is with us. And we can we of can get to the... Yes, is. yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Becky, explain the friends' questions. Did you want to ask these questions? The credit score? All of that. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't have necessarily asked all of those questions on a first date normally, but... You know, my girls are just concerned about me and, like, they want me to find the right guy. I just don't think it's right that guy with the crazy. Right like, he kind of played along the whole time. I didn't realize this was a huge problem. Okay. So so if Adam would have said, like, hey, this is a little much, like, you would have been like, oh, yeah, you're right, okay? Or would you have continued to persist? No, I mean, I would have been okay with that. I might have been um, worried that he was, like, hiding something, but okay, yeah. I could look past that and still yeah. get to know him better. I've, I'm dating, right, and I've been on a lot of first dates. You want, and, you're like, trying to cut the crap, yeah. as Lauren kind of brought up earlier. Yeah, and, like, a lot of times you find something out a little later than would be nice when you, after you've wasted a bunch of time. I just don't want to do that anymore. It, it just, I think what would rub me the wrong way is just that it was just my girlfriends have this list for me, and you, you pulled out your phone. It wasn't like it was a natural thing that just came to those questions. Yeah, it was like, no, let I me can take understand notes. that. I can understand that. This specimen in front of me, let me take notes. It felt very <laughs> like I was I was on display. At that you, were, you were in a psychology <laughs> appointment or something. I mean, Adam, I would have just, to make it light and fun, when she said credit score, you should have been like, I think it's like 12. It might be 16 now. <laughs> and then just and then see where that goes, right? Because that would have gone well. So uh, we normally offer a second date uh, that we pay for. Adam, if you want to give it another whirl, or is this too much right from the get-go that you just you want to move move on with your life? It, it felt a little bit too much for me. I, you're a nice girl. I just It, it felt like a little bit too much Aww. for me. Maybe okay. you're looking for someone more serious. 
than they than you know, this when I was looking for not a casual dating, but like not that was a lot on a first date. You know, the irony in all of this, Becky, is your friends were trying to help you and then they kind of ruin it. Like I feel bad, but now I feel like they ruined the date without yeah. them. So Dang Becky, it. you've got to naturally find ways to ask about people's credit score. <laughs> You're gonna be like, so if you had like an eight hundred credit score, would that be like Crazy. accurate or am I just nuts, right? Oh, Becky. It's Joey and Lauren. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on Demand. Joey and Lauren. It is time for the Monday debate, our dumb argument of the week. This week, the Monday debate, hot breakfast or cold breakfast? Oh, hot breakfast. I think, like, right off the top, that's the first thing that popped in my brain. No more cereal, no more yogurt. Oh, I love yogurt. Oh, I love a good yogurt parfait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but nothing, nothing is more comforting than a nice, hot breakfast. Ooh, bacon. Ooh, Ooh, a sandwich, like a breakfast sandwich, so good. And then you got the hot flapjacks, nice hot ooey-gooey cinnamon roll, some eggs. You know what's so funny about all these arguments you're making for hot breakfast? You clearly aren't making these things because you would realize that making that for breakfast is, do you know how annoying it is to make your kitchen filthy by 7.30 a.m.? Yeah, it's true. If If I'm not cooking, yeah, hot breakfast all the freaking way. A little fresh fruit? A little fresh fruit? Oh, Joey, biscuits and gravy. Biscuits and gravy. Life-changing. Cereal. Cinnamon toast crunch, the taste you can see. You know you're losing this. You know you're losing. I'm not going to lie. This is not the strongest (laughs) argument I have for cold breakfast over hot breakfast. But I will say that yogurt and cereal are the backbones of our working class society. Uh, Cereal and yogurt, that is what I would guess 75%. 75% of Americans, you should look this up. I'm going to guess 75% of Americans are eating cereal every day or yogurt every day. Let me see if I can find that. It's the classic cereal. Also, also, you want to talk cold breakfast? You know who I have up my sleeve? My little weapon of choice? Overnight oats. Overnight oats, one of the most popular trendy breakfasts right now. No, they are delicious. Overnight oats, they get you ripped. They give you your gains. You get protein, and they're delicious. You can't put cold, mushy oats up against Biscuits and gravy, some French uh, toast, a breakfast burrito, a hot uh, breakfast burrito with sausage and gooey, gooey cheese and the perfectly cooked scrambled eggs. Uh, my back's against the wall here. <laughs> All right. My back is against the wall. Okay. I did Google it and I did find answers. Okay. Nearly three quarters of American households, 70% of Americans are eating cereal on a weekly so, yeah, basis. Okay. 70%. So, tell me what's more important, hot breakfast or cold breakfast. 70% of people are eating cold breakfast. Yes, is cereal. it easy? Sure. A, a nice a power bar on the go? Sure, it's easy. But is it going to make your stomach do a happy dance? First of all, no. Here's the problem with hot breakfast too. Uh, you're going 1200 calories by 8 a.m. Your kitchen's a mess and you're going to have to go to the bathroom during your 9 a.m. staff meeting because you're going to be like, whoops, <laughs> well, biscuits and gravy. You, you do bring up a good point. When I have a hot breakfast, I, I can't stop. Like I got to eat. Yeah. I, go, I have to eat a lot because I just can't stop. And you got to be you got to be close to a bathroom after a hot <sighs> breakfast because you know what's coming out. But it's worth it. Mm. No, I'm going. I'm, mm. Orange juice. We can go. We can go. Coffee versus OJ. Orange juice. Little some pulp there. Meh. Okay, coffee's Meh. the backbone of many people's lives. So, all right. I <laughs> yeah, probably you're not lost. That one either. I probably lost, but at least I'm part of the majority eating cereal for breakfast and the yogurt parfait. That's true. You went with the low hanging fruit. You went yeah. with the norm. You went with the typical. 
Tip By the cow. way, does McDonald's even do their yogurt parfaits anymore? I don't think they do. If they do. Don't know and don't care because I got the sausage egg McMuffin with cheese. Okay. Yeah, that's a good choice. The yogurt parfait, I don't know if it's still the case, but for a while it had the same amount of like calories and sugar as the medium milkshake. So people are like, oh, I'm getting a yogurt parfait. Yeah, I'm like, okay. you could have gotten a strawberry shake. Yeah, I do love, oh, ooh, you forgot about smoothies. Oh, smoothies. Yeah, I'm good. Overnight oats, smoothies. I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to have a six-pack. You sound so lame. I'm going to have a six-pack. You're going to have, you know. Chicken fried steak. That's what I'm going to have. Okay. Hash browns. Yeah. Have fun only being able to wear sweatpants after that. (laughs) I'm okay. That's all I wear anyway. And if you're ever caught by a grizzly bear, you're not going to be able to run. They're just going to eat you up and your biscuits and gravy. I will die happy. You're going to look like a can of biscuits (laughs) after that. You're waking up with Joey and Lauren in the morning. I've got your Joey life hack today. This is a reminder that your fans, depending on how they turn, your ceiling fans, if you have a ceiling fan, depending on how it turns, you're either going to get cool air down or warm air down. Again, in the summer, you want your fans turning counterclockwise. In the winter, you want your fans turning clockwise. Now, that all depends on if you want cool air. We have our ceiling fans on counterclockwise all year round because even in the winter, I like a little I need some, the cool some, air. Yeah. I need that circulating air, especially at night when I sleep. My room could be freezing, and I will still put that fan on just because, I don't know, I like the motion of the air. I like the sound, the subtle little hum yeah. of the fan. I love it. Let me ask you this. Would it be rude if I asked my parents if I could have their entire VHS collection to sell it for thousands of dollars? <laughs> and I know that sounds a little dramatic. I'm sure, but- I'm sure if you told your parents, like, Hey, mom and dad, I'm in a bind, and I need this for XYZ reason, maybe they'd be in for it, but just to have it? What if I'm not in a bind except for I like to sell VHS tapes for thousands? Because I just read this article of some VHS tapes and how much money they're going for. And my parents have probably one of the largest VHS collections I've ever seen in my life. What are they going for? So I'll give you some examples. Fast and the Furious, Teen Wolf, Gremlins are selling for $1,000. What? Gremlins, the, I'm sure they have that one. Yeah, I'm sure my parents have a Gremlins. I bet you they have Teen Wolf. Not sure if they have Fast and the Furious, because honestly, Fast and the Furious, that's that was on the borderline, I thought, I'm of DVD and VHS. that is on VHS, yeah. actually. Okay, how about this? Halloween, Dumbo, Taxi Driver, those are going between 1500 to 2000 They definitely have Dumbo. They yeah. have to have Dumbo. 100% they've got Dumbo. I know they have Dumbo. How about this? The Goonies. One of my favorite movies of all time. A classic. 80s classic. The Goonies just had a VHS tape sell for $4,000. What? So, exactly. Like on eBay or yeah. where? Yeah, online, eBay. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street went for five grand. Oh. And how about some really well-conditioned, good-conditioned Star Wars tapes going for over seven thousand dollars holy crap my parents uh, hold have on all to the your star VHS wars people hold on yep. to those hold on to them and i don't i have zero i don't have a dvd in my house there's not a blu-ray in my house there's not a dvd in my house there's nothing definitely right? no vhs oh you no know what VHS. you should do your family well hopefully they're not listening your family they have a cabin and sometimes we go stay in that little cabin and they have that closet of those vhs vhs tapes i guarantee they're not watching them and, and they are they old. won't know they are classic ferris bueller yeah they You've are got, classic I'm sure the goonies is up there yeah somewhere. we got ferris bueller they got uh dirty rotten scoundrels on mrs. vhs doubtfire mrs doubtfire on vhs so and i know i can actually see it right now i can see in my parents closet where they have the Star Wars VHS tapes, and they even have the collection set. 
They came in the bigger box where all three of them fit in one oh, thing. Oh, get your money. That's retirement yeah. right there. My parents have like a VHS set of Last of the Mohicans, like the part one and part two in a nice little box set. Lord of the Rings, all those. You know, I wonder what my grandparents did with all theirs because, I mean, we had a bunch of VHS growing up too, like at our house, absolutely. But my grandparents had, you remember back in the day, like bookshelves were really big. Yeah. I mean, I know that sounds silly. Like a lot of people still have bookshelves. But my grandparents had floor to ceiling bookshelves yeah. like across the entire wall. And from the floor to the ceiling were VHS tapes. Yeah, yeah. What they did so with them. this is my thing, okay? Because maybe you were like, oh, man, Joey, you're money hungry. Hold on a second. My parents have all these VHS tapes. My parents are not going to just get rid of them. They're just, that's not them. Like, the house that I grew up in, still, if I go back, it's still almost, like, everything's in the same spot. My mom puts everything in the same spot she has for 30 years, right? So they're not going to get rid of them. My parents also... They're not into selling things online. They don't want to deal with the hassle of shipping it. They're not going to do it. So they're not going to get rid of them. They don't want to sell them themselves. Enter me, you know, young guy, youngest okay. kid. Help them out. You do the Give work. Give them a percentage. You sell it for them. You send them on a cruise with the earnings. Perfect. And they would love that. They would love that. So can I ask my parents if I can take all their VHS tapes and sell them for thousands? No. Oh, I still can't. <laughs> After all that, I still can't say it because it's – I, I kind of want to – I mean, my mom's going to hear this Toss on the podcast later. My mom will hear this on the podcast later, whatever she's doing. So, mom, uh, call me after you hear this and let's talk. I love you. I want to make sure that, you know, you guys you are love, You set love up her or the, you love the money you're going to get off of her? I just – I mean, they're sitting there collecting dust. We might as well help out each other, the right? odds are you ask her like, hey, can I have that uh, VHS that she's like – all of a sudden, now she wants to watch yeah. it. She's like, no, actually, <laughs> yeah. we're going to start watching them now. Well, now we haven't you, in 20 yeah, years, yeah. but now Yeah, now that you bring will. it up, we haven't seen that movie. We haven't <laughs> seen The Goonies in forever. My mom's going to be watching The Goonies tonight after hearing this. <laughs> Time for That Awkward Moment with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It is That Awkward Moment, and uh, Matt is with us. Awkward Moment with Underwear. So naturally, that gets you to the front of the line. Okay, maybe not, but uh, <laughs> Matt is joining us now here on That Awkward Moment. All right, man. Uh, you've got us intrigued when you uh, sent us a message wanting to get on the show. So what is going on? Oh, man. I um, Such an awkward moment for me. I, I still cannot believe this even happened. It's the first time this ever happened to me. I, I, so I go to the gym every morning, and, you know, I'll bring my work stuff with me. I'll shower. And there's like this, um, you know, I don't know if you've gone to the gym in the shower area, but it's like a shared like shower area, you yeah, know, sure. like where mm-hmm. it's kind of like uh, just divided by like curtains and whatnot. And um, so I'm, I'm taking a shower. I got my clothes hanging on the hook. I got my towel there and I'm in a rush because I, I got to go, you know, right to work and grab my towel. I change and, uh, you know, throw on my clothes real quick. And as I'm walking out, I like, I hear this guy just like freaking out. And I'm just, you know, now I'm, start to like listen a little bit like you know what the heck's going on and he's like someone just stole my underwear someone just stole my underwear who's got my underwear and i'm like oh that's weird but then all of a sudden i'm like hold on and i look like i i I just kind of like lift my shirt up i look down i'm like oh my god this isn't underwear i'm wearing this guy's underwear how does that happen i feel like i would know the moment i put it on well it's like just like a freak coincidence that we both had like the same underwear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, like same same color, like briefs. You know, obviously, like I, it definitely was a different brand. Because you're right. Like I, 
it kind of clicked. I was in so, like, such a rush, and then I kind of could feel the difference. And yeah. I looked, I'm like, oh, my God, like these look similar, but they're not my actual <laughs> underwear. So you just see black underwear. You think it's yours. You throw it on. You hear this guy. He's freaking yeah. out. Some freak stole my underwear. And you look down. And you're like, oh, my gosh, this is a different brand than what I buy. I am, I, did you go up to him and go, I am the freak. <laughs> I am the freak that is wearing your underwear. <laughs> yeah, what did you do? Well, I did not confess. I felt like it was. I was already committed, and I was embarrassed, and I just had to just ride it out. I went to work in those <gasps> same underwear, and I just changed immediately as soon as I could. No, you didn't, just, like, Matt. So oh. weird. I'm. I'm definitely not going to go up to a guy and be like, "Oh, hey, by the way." Yeah, um, it's it's tough. The the you kind of just have to accept y- yeah. the embarrassment and yeah. not say. I mean, as weird as that sounds, like you. Definitely don't want to be wearing a stranger's underwear, but it would be super weird, Joey, if some guy came up to you and he's like, oh, I'm wearing yours, actually. Then you're like, what the heck? Right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think there's more questions if I go up and go, oops, my bad, and I'm wearing them. And do you do you tell them while you're still wearing it, them? Do you take them off and hand it to him? Do you try yeah, to wait? Like now he's not gonna want them but back. Now, but now you're ride or die, and oh, you I just really go. Hope yeah, that they were clean. Like that's the thing oh, too. Gosh. I hope you put on his clean underwear, and they weren't like old, and he had just taken them off. And oh gosh, it, yeah, I know. Tell me about it. It's just, it's <laughs> not. It was not a good situation. I mean, he doesn't know. Hopefully, that it was me, and um, I don't want him to ever know. But it was definitely not a comfortable situation. I'm sure for either of us, and I definitely would not admit to it at yeah. the time. I mean, if it was like a family member, oh, maybe sure. it'd be like, oh, uh, you know, funny story, yeah. you know, these are yours, but it was like a complete stranger at the gym. And, oh my gosh, and you know, if you I'm, see him again next time, you're I'm, always going to remember. I feel like I'd have the heebie-jeebies the <laughs> entire, the entire time knowing I'm like, if I took a co-worker's underwear and I'm wearing a co-worker's underwear, I would have the, just you mentally. know, where you're like, Whoa! like yeah. I'd be shaking all the time, yeah. man. So I'm impressed. Personal. I'm impressed. But, uh, yeah, let's. We're gonna send you a pack of underwear just to have your own fresh <laughs> pair. All right. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I, big bright I neon colors. Yeah, so don't yeah. get it confused with someone else. Just write in a magic marker, Matt's underwear, anywhere you go now. <laughs> so thanks for the call, man. Appreciate uh, you. No problem. Take Absolutely. Care. Yeah. There's Matt on that awkward moment. That's tough. I'm I do laugh feel like if, if that guy's listening yeah. and he's like. Wait a minute. That's the guy. My underwear. I do feel like if I put on underwear that's not mine, I'd be able to tell. The only way I could do this is by an experiment, but I don't know how I get to that point. Let's not do that. Well, you can text us. Any awkward like gym moments or awkward underwear moments, if somehow you got one of those, (laughs) you can text us 68719. That awkward moment with Joey and Lauren in the morning. It's Joey and Lauren. It's that awkward moment. Uh, Matt joined us, and he put on a stranger's underwear. Now, it's at the gym. That's the problem. And he realized this when the guy was like, uh, who stole my underwear? Yeah, yeah. he overhears some problem. dude like, somebody took my underwear. And he's like, that's <laughs> weird. And then he's like, hold up. And he lifts up his shirt and he looks down and it's the wrong brand. It was yeah. just another black pair of briefs. And Listen, he's like, oh my gosh. A lot of dudes are rocking the black briefs, uh, right? I mean, that's a I very, very you, common yeah. thing. But you, I feel like I would know. But the problem is... The PTSD I would have from wearing a stranger's underwear would be something that I would like. It would be hard to bounce back from. Well, I kind of don't blame him, though, because he was like, I did not want to be the guy to admit, yes, I'm wearing your underwear, stranger. So he just went about his days like, I can't admit this. So he leaves, goes to work, and then he's wearing this stranger's underwear. And then this dude has to basically go on throughout the rest of his day 
not having underwear on or had to go like buy a new pair just because and not knowing where that pair ever went. Yeah. Well, Matt's actual underwear that was his is probably still at the gym. He should have somehow know? like been like, here they are. And be like, these are mine. <laughs> be like, oh, that's weird. Uh, I don't know. So we asked you to text us. Not saying you would have a story just like that, but anything similar. You've taken somebody else's clothes. I've always been worried. Now, shoes are pretty unique. But I've been, always been worried about someone actually putting on the wrong shoes. So like, you know, you go to parties or something, and a lot of people are like, hey, shoes off, and then you just hope everyone puts on the right pair. Yeah, well, a lot of people are coming with different colors and That's styles and saying. sizes yeah, of yeah. shoes. So that would be super rare if someone had your exact shoes on. Yeah. But um, I love this text. It says, I one time took someone's entire gym bag home with me from the gym. Oh. I didn't realize it until I got home. It was a generic black Nike gym bag. A lot of people had it, and I opened it up to do my laundry, and it was someone else's stinky gym oh, clothes. That's oh, that's nasty. Yeah, and then, and then what, what do you do? Because who did it belong to? And then where's your stuff? By the way, do you wash them? If you open it, you open a gym bag, it's not your stuff. I don't do you know. Wash I don't it? want to touch Not to be stuff. courteous? No, I'm going to leave it. No, but I'm going to immediately go back to the gym and look for my bag and try to trade yeah. it out, because what if in your bag you have AirPods or, you know, a special water bottle, like something that's actually super valuable This to is you. what I always wonder. With places like um, Amazon and Costco, especially Costco, where they only have the same seven shirts and, like, and Costco has shoes, right? They have certain yeah. shoes, uh-huh. like Puma or whatever. I'm always surprised there's not more just, like, duplicates all running around because literally Costco, people are wearing all the same clothes. Like, I bought a coat from there once, and literally I walked around, and, like, everyone had the same coat. I have a, a cute little, like, fuzzy jacket that I really like to wear when it's cold out, and I got it from Costco, and I see people wearing it yeah. all I, the time. Yeah, and so, time. like, bags, if you, like, let's say you're looking for a gym bag. I totally get it. You look for a gym bag on Amazon. There's probably one or two that everyone buys, all the reviews, good price, and people are buying them. I have that problem with luggage because I got some just generic roller bag luggage from Amazon. And every time I fly and I'm at the little spout that pops out at the baggage claim, I always go to grab a bag and I'm like, oh, not mine. Oh, not mine. It's black, generic luggage. I mean, you really ask for like the worst situation in an airport. And luckily- You've never had, like, you've never gotten the wrong bag, right? Well, I finally tied, like, a ribbon on it so I can tell that it's mine. Yeah. And then everyone, you bought the ribbon on Amazon yeah, and everyone has exactly. that ribbon. Same exactly. Ribbon. Your mornings start here. This is Joey and Lauren on Demand. Joey and Lauren. It's Joey and Lauren. This is fun. <laughs> so uh, we asked you, what is, like, your high-maintenance food? I called it ick. Long story short, the other day, I'm ready to throw away uh, bread, and there were two end pieces. Now... I'm not hating on the end pieces. I just, I never grew up eating them. I did not grow up with a lot of money, but I think for whatever reason, I must have just had an aversion to it. My mom, because I was the youngest and I was the baby, was like, okay, you don't have to eat them. And you were like, uh, no, we eat the butts around here. I've so, always, my mom, we did not waste at all. Yep. Not saying yours did. Maybe somebody else in your family ate it, but I'm like, what's the problem? Stick the butt parts together, put the PB&J in the middle, and then the outside shows. kind of smart. Cares? That's kind of smart. Who cares? So that's my high maintenance. When you say it out loud, it sounds way worse than how you feel in your heart. When I say, oh, I will not eat the end of a loaf of bread, mm-hmm. it sounds pretty bad. Uh, you will not eat any yogurt that has any chunks of fruit in it. It no has way. to just be the flavor. Has to be yeah. like, yeah, the flavored yogurt, the vanilla yogurt, the coconut yogurt, whatever the yogurt. Is. I love, love Greek yogurt, especially. Yeah. But the minute you start putting those fruit chunks at the bottom, I won't touch it. Blech. Now, I Gross. thought we were high maintenance, but we asked you to text us 68719. 
and this makes me feel better. I'll sleep tonight because I know that other people are high maintenance like me. This text says, I won't eat the last few bites of chicken or whatever meat off of the bone if I'm having wings or ribs. I leave meat left behind because oh, I don't clean it? want my mouth to touch the bone. Oh, interesting. You know, I know people that won't even eat meat on the bone. They can't do ribs. They can't do wings. They'll take that first chunk yeah. bite, but they won't put their teeth on yeah. the bone. I get but, that. Uh, but I know so many people that, like, for instance, like a KFC, like a fried chicken on the bone or a Popeye's, they can't do it. They have to do tenders or, yeah. you know, nuggets. This text says, if I'm ever in a situation where there is cake being served, I don't know what it is, but I have to have the first slice of cake. Once <laughs> other people have dug into it, it grosses me out. Uh, girl, that's not... Uh, high maintenance for food. I think that's just high maintenance <laughs> for you. Like, you just have to be the first princess to get the first slice. Uh, a lot of people texting saying oh they won't gosh. eat pizza crust. I know some oh, people like that. You, I love so, the crust. Did you grow up not eating pizza crust? That's normally a kid's thing. Like, kids don't like crust all the I've time. I've always eaten the pizza crust. I didn't for a long time. And my dad, so there was a, there was a pizza buffet growing up um, called Brannigan's. And this place had... Tons. I mean, we would go as a family and all eat probably six, seven slices. Well, me and my brother and my sister would never eat the crust. And my dad does not waste food. So think about this. Think about my dad eating seven slices of pizza full. And then think about probably another 10 pieces of crust. <laughs> no, he didn't. That's no. way too much. And he called them. No, I'm not joking. He called them pizza bones. And he'd say, oh, save your pizza bones. And my dad, you would hand over his plate, you'd dump the bones on. My dad would have a mountain of pizza crust, and he would eat every last one. That is crazy. When I have, like, a chicken sandwich, say Chick-fil-A, whatever your yeah. place is, when I have a chicken sandwich, for whatever reason, I don't finish the last bite. And it's not the chicken. It's like there's any bun left over of the last bite. I think in my brain I go, oh, I don't need the extra carbs. I won't eat that last bite of just bread. Isn't that so dumb? That is, yeah. Like, oh, I don't need it. Yeah. Uh, this text says, I will not eat any breakfast foods for dinner or any time other than breakfast. It grosses me out okay. thinking about having breakfast food at any other time of the day. I used to be like that. I have changed my ways, but I used to hate Did breakfast it gross for you dinner. Out? I, it just felt weird. It felt, it didn't, my taste buds mm. couldn't adjust, but now. Breakfast for dinner sounds amazing nine times out of ten. That sounds really good. Yeah. Uh, this one says, I only eat center brownie pieces. I can't do the edge pieces. Too crispy. Oh, yeah, some the people, gooey. Some people, it's the other way around. It's like you only want the edge piece. They right. don't want the center. Ooh, I like uh, that. This one says, this is going to get me hate. I will only eat ice cream fresh off the pint, but not if it's refrozen. Oh, so you can't dig back into it yeah, afterwards. Let me, it's There's dot, 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 and it says it has to be right after we buy it. So, mm. you know, the quarts mm -hmm. of ice cream, it's almost like they have to have it fresh. And I will say, the ice cream tastes different when you put it back in the freezer and have it a few days later. Eh. It's hard and kind of icy. Just let it sit for a moment. That one's pretty good. Uh, peach cobbler, I have to have it from the center. Okay. okay a lot of ooey-gooey center yeah. people. Yeah. No, I appreciate that. A, a lot of people texting saying they'll only eat their mom's chili. Yeah. They'll only have their grandma's soup. How about this one? Says, I will buy a cinnamon roll, whether it's Cinnabon or somewhere else, and only eat the center. Oh, gosh. Imagine paying. And those things are expensive. And imagine paying 12 bucks and then being like, I'm only going to eat half of it. 
Remember when we talked about my guac thing? Yeah. I will only eat guac if it's freshly made in front of me. <laughs> that's it's right. So, it's true. Like, I will uh, not go to right. a potluck and eat your guac if I did not watch you make it. Oh. It icks me out. It's gross. That's going to get you a lot of points of being down to earth, Lauren. Yeah, <laughs> it has to be freshly made in front of me. Time to find out if you're smarter than Lauren. It's listener versus Lauren. All right, it's Joey and Lauren, and let's play Listener versus Lauren. Three random trivia questions to determine who is smarter, Lauren or today's contestant, Annie. Annie, what's going on? Not much. Just had it to work. Oh, wonderful. Annie, I was hoping you were going to be my sister, Annie. I haven't talked to her in a while, but you are not. <laughs> you are not. This is a but reminder that's okay. to call that's, your sister, yeah, Annie. Yeah, this is a reminder. <laughs> Annie, if you're listening... Uh, I love you. All right, here we go. So, Annie, you're going against Lauren today. We're going to have Lauren leave the studio right now. Why don't you say goodbye? Good luck, Annie. Okay, so Lauren is leaving the studio. Look at the nice cordial from both of you saying good luck. Okay, so Lauren has left the studio. It is totally soundproof, which means she will not be able to hear these questions. I'll ask you the three questions. We'll bring Lauren back in and ask her the same questions. Are you ready? So ready. All right, Annie, here we go. Question number one. This sandwich... Features two types of pork meat, pickles, mustard, and is grilled. Um, it's got cheese in there as I well. I don't know. A pulled pork sandwich? I don't know. It is not a pulled pork sandwich. That must. I mean, technically, a pulled pork sandwich could be it, but I'm looking for. Uh, well, once you, you'll you'll hear the answer in a second. I don't want to give it away. What? So bad. I no, you got this. Spot. You got this. Question number two, Annie. <laughs> I know you're going to get this. This is the most played Disney song of all time. Um, Think about it. It was I, everywhere for a, a while. Whole new world. Oh. No, it's not a whole new world. Don't worry. This is where you bounce back, Annie. You got this. Okay. Question oh a, little, a little a little U.S. history for you. Current history, oh, no. too. No, don't worry. How many stripes are on the American flag? Um. Come on, Annie. 50? 50. No, there, there's, there's 50 stars. There's not 50 stripes. Okay. So, Annie, oh Annie you stay on the line. We're going to have fun. Don't worry. You know we love you. We're still going to hook you up. Let's bring Lauren back in. Don't give. I would say don't give away any hints, but... What hints could you give? <laughs> oh, no. I just walked in and heard what hints could you give. It was a fun one. Let's just say okay. that. All right. Annie I'm is still saying, with no, us, good, but don't good. say anything. Here we go, Lauren. <laughs> Question number one. This sandwich features two types of pork meat, pickles, mustard, and is grilled. What? Pickles, mustard, grilled, pork. I mean, the only thing I'm thinking of is a Cuban sandwich. But is a Cuban sandwich grilled? I don't know. I'm going to go Cuban. I'm going to say Cuban. Oh. It is a Cuban sandwich. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, would, I wouldn't know that it's grilled because I don't like Cuban sandwiches because they're oh. like mustard or pickles. Oh, I love but. them. I love them. I could go for one right now. Uh, have you had a Cuban sandwich, Annie? Never in my life. Okay. Well, it's two types of pork meat, pickles, mustard, grilled. There's also Swiss cheese on there, and it's very good. All right. Question number two. This is the most played Disney song in history of all time. Uh, it's either Let It Go or We Don't Talk About Bruno. The Bruno song from Encanto. Dang it! 
it's let it go, isn't it? <laughs> or maybe it's something else. I don't know or yet. how far I'll go by Moana. No? Um, we'll see. Oh, that's a good one. Shoot. All right. Let's just see. Let's just see if Lauren's going to get this. Uh, Annie did not. I'm going to guess, Lauren, you will not get this. Okay. How many stripes are on the American flag? See, told you. Um, There's no way. Hang on. There's... What, are you trying to count them in no, your I'm head? No, I'm thinking of, I think it's 13. It's either 13 or 21. Those two names or two numbers. 13? 13! Dang, it's the 13... It's 13 for the, the 13 colonies. Oh In your face because wow. you set me up to fail. I didn't set you up to yeah, fail. Yeah, you were like, just, Lauren's not going to get there. You normally don't get history questions. So, all right, let's go through the answers. There are 13 stripes for the original 13 colonies. The most played Disney song of all time is Let It Go Dang by Frozen. And then oh. the Cuban Sandwich. Uh, Annie, Annie struggled on this one, but we love you, Annie. That's okay, so Annie. I haven't coffee yet. Yeah, 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 I like it. I like it. That Those were sense. not easy questions. No, I really they were guessed not. on a couple of them. Uh, Annie, stay on the line. We're going to get your information, all right? Awesome. Thanks so much, guys. Absolutely. It's Joey and Lauren. I love that it's always upbeat, upbeat, and funny. Your mornings start here. <laughs> this is Joey and Lauren on Demand.